When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. The Wisconsin State Cranberry Growers Association has gotten a Workforce Advancement Training Grant. This is in partnership with the Wisconsin Rapids Mid-State Technical College. Alex Skuwinski and Tom Lochner are on with me now for more on the grants and also what workforce looks like right now in the cranberry industry. Alex is the Member Education Program Manager. Alex, you start. Tell me about this grant. So the grant came from the Workforce Advancement Training Grants through the Wisconsin Technical College System. The different technical colleges around the state will help employers to write and apply for these grants and then also then help them announce the partnership and implement the the grant and get their employees into the the training program. Is it covering the classes? How does that work? It will cover a portion of the tuition for the classes, so we'll use it to offset the fees of what people would need to pay for attendance. We don't know the details yet about exactly what tuition prices will be or what percentage will be covered by the grant, Um, but we did get a dollar amount that was about two-thirds of what the training cost will be. We have about a six-month timeline that we're going to develop the scheduling and the pricing and, you know, the exact materials and dates and all those sorts of things. So we're very early on. And why, why apply for this? What kind of drove that decision? Well, we have focused our educational programming on growing cranberries, working with UW Extension and the UW-Madison researchers. We can provide educational programming on the how to grow cranberries, and um, our, our members, our grower members, had expressed that recruiting employees and also retaining their current employees and developing their workforce were additional um, priorities for them, and so this gave us an opportunity to meet those needs. Are you guys trying to grow the pipeline of workforce or the pipeline of growers? That's certainly one aspect that we can work on. This, I think, is a little different in that it's developing the current workforce and retaining those people in their jobs on the the cranberry marshes. This allows the employers to have a chance for their employees to develop their skills a little bit more. We're going to be doing a digital marketing class, some soft skills training that will include things like communication, listening, and emotional intelligence, CPR, and also large equipment maintenance. All of the attendees that, you know, sign up for these classes will get into the mid-state system. They will earn certificates for these classes, and they will be recorded on a transcript. They will have then a start of a transcript with mid-state. Tom, this next one's for you. Tom is the Wisconsin State Cranberry Growers Association Executive Director. Is the cranberry industry having a hard time retaining a workforce and getting help? We've had issues with uh, shortages of labor for um, some time, and like everyone else in agriculture, it seems to be getting a little bit more acute as we move along here, especially um, coming out of the pandemic. Uh, growers are finding it difficult to find seasonal employees and, and also uh, trying to identify full-time employees um, that can work on the marsh year-round and have a set of skills that uh, can enable them to do that, everything from operating machinery and maintaining equipment to welding, uh, taking care of irrigation systems, those types of things. And so that, that's been a critical need for the industry. We're like everybody else, and we're trying to do everything we can to provide information and recruit 
people to work on cranberry marshes and then retain those uh, people when they come out. And part of what we want to do is enhance their skills as well so that they can take on additional responsibilities on the marshes. But uh, recruitment and retention is, is very important, and it's uh, it's difficult right now, I think, as you probably heard from most people and, and most farmers, that uh, finding those key people is uh, is a challenge. You need more than just help during the harvest, right? Oh, yeah. There's a, there's a tremendous number of uh, employment opportunities on, on cranberry farms here in the state uh, from marsh managers to what some people might call marsh technicians who who operate equipment, um, who help uh, operate the marsh, essentially. There's a lot of uh, activities in, in horticultural skills that are needed and mechanical skills. Um, we employ everything from people with engineering skills to people with obviously business skills, but also people who are can operate heavy equipment, apply uh, chemicals um, that we need to the crop, um, also to serve as crop consultants to, to scout the crop and evaluate it, integrate it, use integrated pest management programs, um, and then also to advise and, and work with growers on nutrient management as well. So there's a tremendous number of opportunities for uh, people with both uh, high school technical and uh, four-year degrees to uh, to find employment and good jobs on cranberry marshes. And we talked about labor on the marsh, but we didn't talk about, can people just start a cranberry bog? To be honest with you, it's, it's very difficult to do that from scratch. Right now we have about 275 cranberry farms in Wisconsin, and most of them have been in production for um, quite some time. But if you're going to get into the uh, growing cranberries, uh, you have to have a site that's appropriate, that includes a, a ready source of uh, uh, clean water. Um, you need to have an acidic soil. You need to have sandy soil is what we grow all them in. And you need to have uh, money to invest in the development of a cranberry bed. To, to build the bed out and uh, and buy vines and put them in is probably going to, depending on your site, going to cost you anywhere from, I would say, twenty-five to $40,000 an acre. And then you wait three years to get a crop, and it takes five to seven before it gets into full production. So we don't see a lot of new marshes being built. Um, sometimes you get to a position where you infringe on wetlands, and then you have to get a permit from the Corps of Engineers and Department of Natural Resources. So we haven't seen a lot of marshes being built. It's uh, it's difficult to get into just because of the nature of the business. is uh, It's a expensive uh, investment, and you have to find the right site. But... Uh, um, you know, our growers, have, you know, our family growers have been around for generations. We've got multi-generation farms going back seven, eight generations that are uh, uh, growing the uh, state's largest fruit crop. So you don't really have new people entering the, the cranberry business as far as, you know, owning a bog or anything like that. I, are you having people exit the business, though, or is that 275 farms staying pretty stable? It's it's pretty stable. We see some transition. Right now, I think the industry's... I've been with the Growers Association for 32 years, and when I joined WSCGA, they were in a generational transition where um, people um, were coming back to the marsh um, and taking over the operations from their parents or from their relatives. We're seeing another generational shift um, right now where the younger people are coming back to the farm and... Uh, um, beginning to take it over and continuing um, that family tradition of, of growing cranberries. So we're really fortunate that a lot of our growers are, um, well, the growers uh, we're fortunate to work with that our growers are very progressive in nature, and they're very, I would say, professional in nature in that they, they work very hard to uh, 
make sure that their farms are operating as efficiently as possible and as environmentally sensible as possible. We always talk about environmental stewardship and we always talk about sustainability and we try to grow cranberries in a sustainable manner both environmentally but also economically so we're able to transition it to the next generation as uh, things change over time. Does the cranberry growers, do you guys try to get like, young people active in, in the business? Oh yeah, I think... Uh, there's there's a couple a number of things that we do and it, you know each family varies and I think most growers are are born into it and uh, it's kind of in their blood to be on the marsh I mean it's a great it's a great job you're out working outdoors in a beautiful environment and doing something that you're passionate about is, is great what we we've been doing as an organization is recognizing that these uh, generational shifts are occurring so uh, what Alex's uh, education programs are working on and what our foundation has been working on is, is targeting those young people to find out what skills they need to have enhanced and how you know what information they need to work better. So we, we do a lot of work with UW Extension and with UW CALS and, and other folks on technology transfer and, and helping the younger generation that's coming on become better growers. We also operate a leadership development program which we bring in about 15 growers every two years and put them through a a program to learn more about themselves, learn more about management and soft skills, but then also to learn more about the industry, how the organizations work for them, give them some uh, communication skills, um, spend some time just working with them to give them those skills that they'll need to manage their workforce and on the farm, but also hopefully um, they'll take some of those skills and use them in leadership roles in their community. Our selfish uh, motive, too, is that they'll take roles and active roles in leadership in the industry organizations. And that program has been very successful in in developing. uh, This generation seems to be very passionate about cranberries and wants to be active not only in their farms, but in their communities and also within the cranberry grower community. And again, that's Tom Lochner and Alex Skowinski of the Wisconsin State Cranberry Growers Association. We'll probably get to hear from the cranberry growers soon on a new cranberry research center that's going to come online very soon. So we can look forward to that. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.